What is the most important part of the loan life cycle? And what should you think about before you've even applied for a loan? The answer holds the key to sustainable funding that will deliver unequivocally on your needs. Like a good friend stopping you before you dive into a relationship that you probably shouldn't, it'll save you time, energy, and heartache. What is it? Nailing the exit. Welcome to this week's episode of In Debt with Ulrika Lobo. I'm the director of Sparrow Loans, which is a private property lender in Australia. Now, for some context, what is the loan life cycle? The loan life cycle is the process a borrower and lender go through from arranging finance to exiting the loan. At first glance, it might seem that getting qualified, approved and underwritten is the most important factor in getting a loan. And from the borrower's perspective, at least in the short term, it is. The rush of a fast approval and the ability to move on with your plans, thanks to the capital, is tantalizing. But it's a short-sighted view on things. A quick cash flow injection might come back to bite you later, down the track if the loan didn't account for the nuts and bolts of its unique financial situation. If the borrowers find themselves unable to pay down their debt, they can become entrenched with rising costs that they can't service. These can grow into debt monsters that sink their business or make the directors personally liable. Making sure that you're ready with an exit strategy or sometimes several exit strategies is far more important than getting approved for a loan. Knowing how you're going to exit the loan is extremely critical, especially in a volatile market with fluctuating property and asset values. Credit appetites are changing all the time and you can't rely on a simple refinance solution or a rollover solution. You have to account for the fact that it may not be possible because the economy may have changed in the next 6 to 12 months. So how are you going to exit the facility? The best thing to do is to have an exit strategy that is based around a gain that you plan to make through utilizing the loan in the first place. Alternatively, you can look at P&I repayments and make sure that you can pay down the facility and service the principal component. Let's look at an example in practice. Let's say you're a broker in Sydney. Your client is a 38-year-old property developer who wants to flip an investment property. It's definitely a fixer-upper, but they see the potential in it. You arrange a meeting with the client to fill their application and bring together all the necessary documents. Their income and serviceability look good. Approval is a no-brainer from the lender you have in mind. A few months go by and everything is fine until things start to hit the fan. Your client gets laid off from their job unexpectedly and they haven't started developing their project yet, but it has also become too expensive for them to keep. The borrower doesn't want to sell the property as the property market has tanked since they bought it, but to make matters worse, the lender isn't keen to refinance either thanks to falling LVRs and tightening criteria. It's the worst of both worlds. As a broker, you probably feel caught between a rock and a hard place. Your client is stressed and you're thinking, could I have done anything differently? Well, here's how you could avoid that situation. I think that while good commercial brokers are able to arrange a facility for you, a great commercial broker will be able to get you out of it as well. When assessing a borrower's suitability for a loan, you should always have the exit in mind. Borrowers are not always the best judge of their own suitability for finance. They could have the blinkers on and fall into the debt trap believing that they're on the edge of making it. In reality, they might be on the edge of a cliff about to fall. 
So in your initial assessment, you have to consider their ability to exit a loan. This will give you a good indication on whether you think finance is actually a good choice for them, or if they're just kicking the can down the road. In your assessment, you should aim to get a complete picture of their finances. That includes their investments, debt burden, and company tax position. You'll also need to have a strong backup plan for the exit in case things don't go according to plan. It's always worth going through the worst case scenario as well and stress testing the situation. Having the borrower know that they may lose the property to repay the debt if they're unable to repay it on time is something worth considering at the start of entering into a facility. It's easier to consider the worst case and take action before you've even entered into the loan facility rather than getting to the finish line and worrying about losing your asset or property. Some common pitfalls include an investment going bad, loan stacking beyond your capability, and poor accounting records. As a commercial broker, you can start scanning for loan stacking, poor accounting, or any investments about to go bad to see how it will impact the business and the borrowers during the loan term or on exit. Poor investment choices can increase the risk of a failed exit. Investments always carry some level of risk. So if your client has most of their savings tied up in volatile or illiquid investments, they're less able to respond to changes in their financial situation. Selling volatile assets can put you in a negative equity position if they're in a downturn, and illiquid assets like property and property funds can take many months to redeem. In the case of our 38-year-old developer, if his portfolio were full of assets he couldn't sell or that would be worthless upon redemption, we would be very concerned about his exit capability and might think twice about his approval. On the other hand, clients with liquid and stable assets, like term deposits, cash or blue chip equities, are much better prepared for a quick exit. A diversified portfolio that retains most of its value in volatile economic times is a strong insurance against a change in their financial position. It's a much easier exit to sell to the lender. For brokers, you want to consider whether your client has diversified assets that can be liquidated for fair value, as this can extend their serviceability or give them more options for an exit should their primary exit strategy not come to fruition. You can also be on the lookout for loan stacking. Loan stacking is where a borrower piles additional loans on top of others to cover runaway debts and expenses. If they haven't used their loans strategically and truly accounted for how they were going to service them or exit them, it is a case of more money and even more problems, especially as borrowers juggle repayments and multiple schedules. It's also important to note that just because a borrower is on top of their stacked loans at present, there's no guarantee that they will be able to keep this up in the future. It is possible that they'll fall behind when things don't go according to plan. Surging interest rates, volatile consumer spending and higher cost of business are working in tandem right now and might throw businesses with multiple loans over the edge. While loan stacking can give you access to the liquidity and capital that you need, and you can use it extremely strategically, know your exit strategy when entering into these arrangements. As a borrower, you do have to take better care when entering into multiple loans at the same time. And as a commercial broker, you also need to understand how the borrower is going to exit these loans rather than only worrying about how you're going to help them get access to the capital they need.
When looking at refinancing as an exit strategy as well, it shouldn't be a last-minute hustle. In a slowing economy, it's also not sufficient to just have refinancing as an exit strategy on your radar. It's worth keeping tabs on your client throughout the loan term to make sure that they're not amassing credit defaults and missing tax lodgements throughout the loan term, which will put an exit strategy at further risk. Sometimes the best option is to suggest a restructuring solution or volunteer administration. That is a hard conversation, but a necessary one in some cases. If it is a business, speaking with an insolvency expert might be the most painless way out. In the case of investments or property, it may be better to liquidate at some times than continue the project or amass further debt to keep it going with the hope of that project paying dividends in the future. Now, with all that being said, refinancing is a suitable strategy if you have prepared for it. Borrower financial statements and tax returns must be immaculate, their management accounts need to be reconciled, and their ATO debt must either be paid or on a payment plan. They should also show no credit defaults and ensure their employee-related obligations, such as PAYG, super and wages, are fulfilled. Lenders are not gamblers. They will only refinance a loan or roll one over if they believe you are creditworthy. Creditworthiness means staying in control of your finances and not just having sufficient serviceability or assets. Brokers might also need to think about new payment models. I realize a lot of what I'm saying requires a lot of extra work in vetting and checking a client's situation before, during or after a loan is approved. Understanding if they'll exit well will undeniably take more time on the entry. So rather than a deal-by-deal payment model, which is how mandates seem to be currently set up, maybe commercial brokers can consider mandates that secure a borrower for a period of time. A great commercial broker can add so much value throughout the loan life cycle and they should consider multi-year contracts with clients to ensure their modeling and analysis of the client's finances is appropriately compensated. You're not doing all that work for nothing. It reduces your opportunity cost while ensuring you deliver greater client value by tying in the needs and long-term needs of the client with your long-term financial compensation. High-quality borrowers will respect you for going the extra mile for them. To summarize, commercial brokers should always have the exit strategy at the front of their minds when arranging finance. It sounds obvious, but it's harder to do in practice. If you take anything away from today's episode, try to have an exit in mind from the get-go. In that initial meeting with your client, scout for any indicators of a good exit. Do they have a healthy investment portfolio? good accounting records, good A&L, and manageable debts? If not, can you help them get there? While clients may come to lenders and commercial brokers for finance, what they may really need is guidance. Knowing what to look for and making it part of your process is essential for a smooth and bulletproof journey throughout the loan lifecycle for both lenders and commercial brokers. It always pays to be prepared. Have a strong backup in place for the exit in case things change and hits the fan. In this economy, you need to make sure you've got a few exits up your sleeve. Otherwise, the ultimate safety net is making sure the client is willing to sell off some assets or the collateral in the loan to pay off the debt. Thank you for listening to In Debt with Ulrika Lobo for another week. I'll see you back here next week.